Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. My name is Kylie, and I graduated from Truman State last semester, or fall 2020, with a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology and Justice Systems with a Child Studies minor. Currently, I am still in Kirksville working as a crisis counselor at Preferred Family Healthcare and pursuing my master's degree in child life studies online through Missouri State University. What I hope to tell you about today is my journey through college and my majors and how it has gotten me to where I am today with God and life in general. And a little spoiler, unknowns are totally okay. To start off, thankfully, I've really enjoyed my majors. I do not know if I could say that I am truly passionate about justice systems, but I could talk your ear off about psychology. I'm thankful that I stuck with the same two majors all throughout college and I really have loved what I learned. Of course, I like some classes more than others, but overall college was a good time of growth and learning. Looking back on my three and a half years at Truman, I've had many experiences that have shaped what I believe and who I am, and it didn't stop at Truman. I will tell you how I am still experiencing growth in my faith through my current classes. But let's start from the beginning. If I rewind to freshman year, I was terrified that I wouldn't fit in. Believe it or not, I was ridiculously so shy. I was worried that I wouldn't make friends or that I'd be spending hours by myself. But one thing I thought I had figured out was my college path and my future life. I thought that I was going to be a crime scene investigator. Oh, but wait, a few weeks passed and I changed my story to a juvenile probation officer. And then maybe a teacher? Uh, but wait, now I wanna be a school guidance counselor. I really had no idea. I was ignorant to think that I had it all figured out. When I would tell someone of my solidified plan, I'm sure God was just laughing. I had nothing figured out. Going through college, I seemed like I had everything together, but I really didn't. I would have upperclassmen telling me, you have things more together than I do. And I would just nod my head and laugh because I knew the reality of the situation. Thankfully, when sophomore year hit, I was challenged with more things than I could have ever expected. The biggest challenge was in my faith. I met one of the most amazing friend groups that brought me to CCF and showed me where I was really meant to be in college. That same year, I was in a psychology class that made me question everything. This professor pushes you to question life as a whole and everything in it. Religion came right along with this. I'm sure if you're a psychology major or minor, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I remember leaving that class really questioning what I believe and where I stand. My classmates would mention things that I would not agree with, but then I would question if it was me that had the wrong thoughts or was it them or were there any wrong thoughts? This class left me with so many more questions just from his one question. One of our many arguments in that class was the debate of, is a child born inherently good or bad? 
I remember just sitting in class and trying to state my opinion, but everyone was so involved. Everyone thought that they had it figured out and we were all questioning ourselves at the same time. If you question yourself, then how do you also have it all figured out? If anyone has that answer, please, please, please let me know. I remember going back to Micah that day and asking him his thoughts. I tried to get to the bottom of the question, but I quickly realized the point to this professor's questions. These questions are not meant to have a solidified answer. It's like the question, is psychology a science? Well, yes, because it follows the empirical method, but it's mostly a social science because it deals with human behavior in the mind. But also, what about cognitive psychology? That could make psychology a true science. Truthfully, that is a good question to talk to someone for hours about. It is one that you can go back and forth with and still not know an answer. The same question asked of psych could be asked of our relationship with God. Is faith a science? Well, there are certainly constants and things that have been proven to be spiritually beneficial, but there is no equation that works every single time. It's somewhere in the middle, I guess. We act like we know when we don't. We are uncomfortable with not knowing. In general, these classes have led me to have some of the most eye-opening and necessary conversations with others. What is the point of a class if it is black and white and you go to it and leave and you don't know about it outside of a classroom or think about it? A truly amazing class is one that can push you to express and fight for what you believe in. It pushes you to see other sides and to be thinking about it even outside of the four walls of a classroom. In my psychology classes, I was always pushed to consider my thoughts on many topics. In psych, although you get some solidified answers, some things happen to individuals that can only be explained through God. When I started to realize this in my classes, that is when I was thinking constantly and paying attention in class. Sometimes to understand someone, yes, knowing their chemical makeup of their brain and how their neurotransmitters shoot between synapses might help, but also realizing that they are another child of God that you must love on and care for no matter who they are is also important. Psychology has helped me to learn about others and see them for who they are. I've been challenged to see how others' emotions, actions, and thoughts can truly impact someone. One class specifically comes to mind when thinking about this, and it is cognitive psychology. In this class, we read The Autistic Brain, Thinking Across the Spectrum by Temple Grandin. This book not only taught me about a condition that affects 1 in 88 children, but it helped me to understand the importance of understanding and educating myself in hopes of helping others. As humans, we are so quick to put a label on someone and to judge someone. But why do we judge when God made them that way? Matthew 7 verses 3 through 5 says, We are not to judge others until we have judged ourselves. And when we have examined others through the lenses of Christ's life and standards, we will find we are in no position to be any sort of judge. At times, we question God's creation when we know very well that we have no place to do that. Just because someone is different 
from you does not mean that they are better than you or you are better than them. And you're not free to label them. In this world, society has created labels and stigmas that can ruin someone. If we all realize that God created us uniquely and just how he wants us, then the world would be a much more beautiful place. Just because others do not understand how someone else's brain and body functions, they think that it gives them an opportunity to degrade someone's life. One in 88 may seem like a lot to you, or it may not seem like many at all. If you're going to be a parent one day, one in 88 may seem like a lot. You cannot know if your child will be born with autism, but you can know that God knows. Psychology has helped me to see that God is always working. He is working on everyone all the time. He is healing, loving, recruiting, and pushing people to be witnesses of Christ's love and God's commandments. We were all created with many unique talents and skill sets, and he did that on purpose. In my justice systems and psychology classes, I was always shocked by the stories of individuals that had so much faith in God that they were at peace with having a terminal illness. Saying that sentence still baffles me. A terminal illness. A ticking clock that will end soon. A floating cloud of darkness. A rude visitor that will not go away. People can come to peace with that? Currently, I'm in a childhood death and bereavement class, and it has shown me God's wonders in more ways than I have ever seen. In my book for this class, When Treatment Fails, How Medicine Cares for Dying Children by David Beerson, I have to read story after story of children dying. It truthfully is one of the hardest things that I have to do, but I know that it is preparing me for what could happen in my future job as a child life specialist. In this book, a special story comes from a five-year-old boy who had a malignant tumor or neuroblastoma who died from a bone marrow transplant. He was so expressive to the nurses and child life specialists, and he would tell them of his excruciating pain that he was in, which is not common of kids his age. The most amazing part of this story was not that this five-year-old could explain his pain, but it was that he could do something with the pain. He would pray. To put things in perspective, a child life specialist's job is to help children feel comfortable and understand what is happening to them and why they are there. This place is typically a hospital. To help the child, they can play games or just relax. But this child didn't want his Xbox or an RC car. He wanted prayer. He would ask God to be there with him he would ask the nurses to kneel with him. He would ask God to either heal him or bring him home. He gave everything to the Lord. He put all of his trust in God at five years old. I am 21 and I still struggle with that. This child had no idea what was happening, why it was happening, and how it would end, but he trusted. This child inspires me to give it all to God. When he was in so much pain and suffering, he could have complained and grumbled, but instead he asked others to pray with him and he would ask the Lord for help. He knew that it was all up to God. In each of these stories in this book, 
These children have not lived long lives. They have barely seen the many joys in life, but they are still able to see the good in God. If this isn't inspiring to someone, then I'm not sure what is. I'm not sure the path that you are going to take, but I do know that God is with you every step of the way. When I started college, I had no idea that I would be adding a child studies minor. Added my minor my very last semester at Truman and quickly took on the capstone that semester as well. I can confidently say that it was one of the best last minute decisions that I've made. It led me to my current path in schooling and man, is it something that I did not expect, but I am beyond grateful that it happened. I did not even know that I was going to get my master's in child life studies until a month before my program started. For that exact timeline, I applied and was accepted to Missouri State in December of 2020 and started my program in January of 2021. Talk about a quick transition and life change. It was just another instance of God knowing what was happening and me just trying aimlessly to plan my life. Even when I was a scared, shy freshman that tried to play it cool, God was guiding me through life one step at a time. You never know who will impact you and change the direction of your life. For me, it was many professors, friends that I will have for a lifetime, children that I don't even know, and classmates that surrounded me. College is a time of growth and unknown. Growth in your knowledge, friends, and faith. Unknown is literally everything. It is easy to take a class for granted and to not pay attention because you were on Zoom and you can get on Instagram instead of paying attention, but classes are full of hidden gems that make you think. A boring lecture could turn into one that impacts you forever if you're really there to listen and learn. I've learned that you do not have to love your major. You just have to challenge yourself and go with what God is directing you to do. As a graduate student, I'm still trying to figure things out. Life is a cycle of wanting to know what is next, but I challenge myself and all of you to be aware of the present and to appreciate where you are because God has us where we are for a reason. And while that reason may be another unknown, finding the peace of a five-year-old boy might just allow us to get out of God's way and enjoy the journey. Corey Ten Boom said it best, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Thank you all for listening.